Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three martinis coming up. Hey, really glad you're with us for the Tuesday edition of the Three Martini Lunch. We've got good, bad, and crazy martinis for conservatives today. And Jim, once again, Joe Manchin coming through with our good martini. You know, Joe Manchin said after the uh, 2020 election that he would... Make sure that the filibuster didn't go anywhere. He's been good on his word. It seemed like he was getting wobbly there a little bit, but uh, he stood firm. Got some help from Kirsten Cinema, which probably helped him stay that way. Uh, then he sunk Build Back Better. He knocked down near a Tandon uh, for a critical spot in the Biden administration, and now he is uh, once again seeing a radical nominee come from the Biden administration that he will not allow to be confirmed. This is Sarah Bloom Raskin, who's actually the wife of far-left Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin. She's nominated for a position on the Federal Reserve, and uh, Joe Manchin's not going to vote for her because of her stance on energy in an era of inflation. Now, a couple of weeks ago, the Free Beacon did a, a very good write-up on why she would be bad at the Fed. And basically, it's that she thinks banks should play a role in uh, fighting climate change to the point it would seem of uh, punishing banks for doing business with energy companies. So that's what kind of person we're potentially dealing with here. Manchin doesn't think that's the right person at this time to be on the Fed. The Washington Post uh, quoting Manchin saying, I have carefully reviewed Sarah Bloom Raskin's qualifications and previous public statements. Her previous public statements have failed to satisfactorily address my concerns about the critical importance of financing and all of the above energy policy to meet our nation's critical energy needs. I have come to the conclusion that I am unable to support her nomination to serve as a member of the Federal Reserve Board. She was nominated to the job of vice chair for supervision, which is the Fed's top banking regulator. Democrats, meanwhile, trying to change the subject by blaming Republicans for not advancing Biden's Fed nominees. But Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania, the top Republican on the Senate Banking Committee, pointing out publicly, we've approved every person to go to a full committee vote except Sarah Bloom Raskin. So, Jim, uh, what do you make of uh, Joe Manchin once again stepping up and probably taking a few punches from the left here? Well, Greg, one of the things that I think makes this the good martini is it's an indicator that the Biden administration and its team and probably Prime Minister Ron Klain and <laughs> the political strategists are all slow learners. In a normal administration, you have your most political capital on Inauguration Day. And it's very so usually very slowly declines month by month, year by year. Your ability to persuade people in your own party to do what you want slowly declines. Your ability to get people in the other party to do what you want slowly declines. So anything really hard you want to do, any any nomination that you've got, you know, you know is going to generate a certain amount of opposition, best to do it early. You you don't, you know, your your best chance is going to be in your first year in office, then second year, and then depending on what happens in the midterms, if you're lucky, you can still get it in the third and fourth year. But generally, you got to do it early. Well, we are now a couple months into Biden's second year in office, um, and it has not been a normal presidency. 
Uh, Biden's approval rating has dropped pretty darn low, pretty darn steep. I think we can agree that Afghanistan was a key turning point. But since then, all kinds of problems with border, with inflation in particular, the pledge, I'm going to shut down the virus, and then the huge Omicron wave, all this stuff kind of added up to create this sense that Biden was incompetent uh, and not up to the job and and kind of doddering and always a day late and a dollar short and, and all that stuff. So um, it was not surprising. That, so this is really not a great time to try to shove through a nomination you know is going to be controversial. Oh, by the way, you're in a 50-50 Senate, so you just don't have that many you know votes to spare in fact none really it's always a chance well maybe we can get susan collins well no no susan collins opposes her too so this was the question is if you're the biden administration what fights do you want to pick right now what fights do you feel really good about heading into this because the you know biden going to your state and doing a rally isn't going to move the numbers very much um nobody's worried about you know he's going to be a liability in the midterms it appears certainly appears certainly it's not an indication that uh uh, and of course, most you know, only a third of the Senate is up for re-election in the uh, mid, in this coming midterm. Anyway, so you add it all up, Biden just doesn't have that much leverage. Which probably to me, you're like, okay, well, if you're not going to win the fight, unless you think you can do something that's really going to galvanize your base, or you know, there are certain fights that might be worth losing. You know, this is our hill to die on. I have a very hard time believing that getting Sarah Bloom Raskin on the Federal Reserve is the hill to die on for the Biden administration. And yet they went forward with it. They could not persuade Joe Manchin. One more point of contention between the West Virginia senator and the administration, and the nomination is doomed. Another loss for the Biden administration, and another indication that they still are kind of having this strategy of you know banging their heads against a brick wall, hoping the brick wall is going to, going to break one of these days. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And I hope, like we heard on Build Back Better, that, that Manchin actually was just the public face of a few different senators who didn't really like the bill. I hope that's the case again here, too, because the idea that only one Democrat would be disturbed by someone who thinks that it's okay to basically force banks to stop doing business with energy companies, I mean, that's radical stuff. We just talked about you know how the Canadian government was cracking down on people donating to the the trucker uh, convoy up there and the people involved with it and and that sort of thing. And, and now you got people uh, wanting to reorganize the economy by uh, dictating who can do business with who. I mean, that's pretty radical stuff. So I really hope there's more than one Democrat who's got a problem with that. I think that's likely. I also think that like just it's the dynamic of the Senate Democrats is is, is they're, they're recognizing how bad the midterms are going to be. There's been a little bit of a rally around the flag effect for Biden, but not very much. Certainly nothing that changes the dynamic. We're still talking red wave or red tsunami. So the question is, like, even if you're not a senator who's not up for this year, how good do you feel about 2024? Uh, you, there's at some point you're either going to be running with Biden running for reelection. There's more and more talk that Biden's not going to be running for reelection. Or you've got Kamala Harris at the top of the ticket. So really, for the next two cycles, if you're a Senate Democrat, you're probably going to have the wind in your face as opposed to having the wind at your back, which I think makes them a lot more nervous and a lot less likely to make, you know, tough votes like this one on Raskin. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, presidents generally do better in an effort for reelection than they do in their midterms. Uh, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, 
George H.W. Bush and Donald Trump might have a, a slight bone to pick with you on that. But uh, overall, it's, you know, the exception more than the rule that the president does well in the midterm. So so we'll find out. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's some key issues that really aren't going to change much between now and Election Day, even though we got almost eight months to get there. Janet Yellen's already said inflation's not really going anywhere. And we just hit 10 percent year over year in February, we found out today. Uh, crime uh, hopefully will get better. But because of the whole defund the police movement in big cities, we've seen horrific numbers there. And schools. I don't think those three issues are going away, and those are all issues that matter to just about everyone. So we will we will see uh, how those issues uh, get played out in this election and, and beyond. Obviously, we've got a major war going on, too, and that could, could factor in. More on education in just a moment, by the way. But but in the meantime... Good foreshadowing. Yes, thank you. Why you should stay tuned. Yes, yes, indeed. In the meantime, speaking of businesses, money, and that sort of thing, if you run a small business, do you know who's running your HR? If your answer is, I'll figure it out myself, or honestly, no one is, remember that one employee complaint can turn your world upside down and devastate your business. But HR is not just about avoiding risk. As a business leader, you should do right by the people you employ, and that's why Bambi can be a huge help. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours, so you can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. First, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Then your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house human resources manager can cost you up to $80,000 a year. But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees and cancel anytime. Now, Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, and their customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them. You should be running your business, and you can let Bambi run your HR. Look, unless your business is HR, you probably didn't start it to do HR. But it's got to get done, and it's got to get done well, or it's going to become a major headache for you. And so Bambi can be a huge help. And as Jim mentioned, they got help for you around the clock. It's going to save you a lot more money than actually hiring an HR person in your office. So check them out. Go to Bambi.com slash martini right now for your free HR audit, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash martini bambi dot com slash martini all right one more bit of good news andy and that is the fantastic deals you can find at fourpatriots.com slash martini including their signature offer right now a free solar panel with the purchase of the patriot power generator 2000x and of course free shipping on all orders over 97 dollars you want to be prepared you don't want to get caught unprepared when your power goes out. It's going to happen eventually. It's just a question of whether you're in the dark for a few minutes, a few hours, or maybe even a few days or more. The Patriot Power Generator 2000X, worth its weight in gold. It's now got double the capacity, and it'll keep your big appliances running, including your fridge, which is full of food that just keeps getting more and more expensive. It's got 12 outlets, including four AC, plus two USB-C outlets that can charge your phone 20 times faster than normal. So visit 4patriots.com slash martini to get your Patriot Power Generator 2000X with the free solar panel included. Plus get free shipping on orders over $97. Save more and get peace of mind now by going to the number 4patriots.com slash martini. That's 4patriots.com slash martini. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Jim. I promised you educational content. And you shall get educational content. Not that you're going to actually learn a ton uh, like you would in school, but you're going to learn about what Democrats really think about education. And it turns out they've learned nothing since the Virginia governor's race last year. At least Tom Malinowski hasn't. He's considered to be a pretty vulnerable uh, Democratic member of the House up in New Jersey. And uh, he was speaking to some constituents the other day and telling them what issues were real and what issues weren't. Gas prices, for example, were real. Uh, school and concerns about that, not so much. Here's how he put it. You've got people back home struggling with high gas prices. And I'm happy to be have people come to me and say, Democrats are in power right now. What are you doing about that? That is fair. We've got gun violence in our schools. We've got a climate crisis that is resulting in four feet of water being dumped in the basements of residents abroad. Those are real problems. Hold me accountable for dealing with those problems. But there's a whole political movement that is trying to divide us over made-up cultural bullshit because they want power. Made-up cultural BS because they want power. That's pretty much what Terry McAuliffe tried to get away with in Virginia. That did not work out very well for him. So when it comes to what's being taught, uh, the policies your kids have to follow, and most of those are getting rolled back now, but I don't think parents are going to forget about those overnight. So, Jim, made up. How do you think the the voters are going to react to that? Not well, and I think we see here, we talked a bit in that last segment about uh, the likelihood of the midterms being this you know, Republican blowout, conceivably, the range of possibilities is even bigger than 2010 and 2014. Uh, we'll see how things shake out. Things can always change. But I think Democrats, and in particular progressive Democrats, not only they see defeat coming, they recognize that it's probably not going to get better. I talked about the challenges of the presidential race. Beyond that, um, they really believed that Biden's victory in 2020 and you know the Democratic control of government uh, helped a great deal by those Georgia runoff elections meant that this grand progressive era, it was beginning. And they were going to turn Puerto Rico into a state uh, until they realized that there were Republicans who live in Puerto Rico, too. They were going to turn the District of Columbia into a state. They were going to expand the Supreme Court and uh, overcome the, the current five justices or six justices that are more right-leaning. They would just say, one state, this is going to become this grand progressive. And they realize it's not happening. It's not happening, and it's all going to fall apart for them. And so I think what you got to get what's that old saying about how... Um, Instead of the electorate electing new leaders, the leaders have chosen a different electorate. Yeah. It's basically it's good. This is a variation of it's the voters' fault. The voters are getting brainwashed. The voters are getting uh, Jedi mind tricked into caring about these things and that these aren't real issues or anything like that. As if we haven't seen you know issues in school li- you know, books in school libraries that simply don't belong in school libraries. I'm not talking about the ones with you know uh, you know oh there's a there's a black character in it or something like. That. We're talking about like you know adult graphic novels that I'm sorry they don't belong there and again or maybe in some of these cases they're age appropriate maybe you'd be perfectly fine with it being in a high school library but you might not be okay with it being a middle school library and you sure as heck wouldn't want it in an elementary school library these have always had these kinds of issues but now that parents are getting speaking up and getting more active about it oh it's a it's a terrorist threat we gotta call in dhs and all that kind of stuff um this knee-jerk demonization is a coping strategy or what Democrats can see coming down the pike. So in that sense, it's good. On the other hand, it's kind of fascinating to see an elected official insisting 
that there's nothing going on here. There's no real outrage, and this is all, uh, I don't know, astroturf or whatever you know other nonsense they want to call this stuff. I think the issues you should care about, Congressman, are the issues your constituents care about. But, you know, that's just me. So I'll let you uh, decide what you think are the real and the not real issues. Jim, maybe Tom Malinowski just needs a nap. And if he needs a nap, nothing's going to beat the quality products over at my pillow. Um, and maybe when he takes his nap, he'll uh, want to take a quick shower. And nothing beats the feel of a luxurious towel when you step out of the shower. And right now, Tom Malinowski and everybody else, including our wonderful Three Martini Lunch listeners, can get a phenomenal deal on those towels. Regularly, you'll get that six-piece towel set for $109.99. Now, just $39.99 a set. No, Malinowski, it's not fake news. It's real. (laughs) No one's been brainwashed into believing it. Uh, The MyPillow six-piece towel set is made with cotton grown right here in the United States. Now, other towels, they might feel good, but they don't absorb, or they absorb, but they don't feel good. Well, every MyPillow towel is made from proprietary technology that makes them highly absorbent and soft to the touch. There's none of that lotion-y feel. Now, every set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. The MyPillow six-piece towel set is available in a variety of colors and sizes. They're machine washable and... These towels come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a one-year limited warranty. Now for a limited time, get the MyPillow six-piece towel set, regularly $109.99 for only $39.99 with the promo code MARTINI. Visit MyPillow.com martini or call 800-874-0104. You'll also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets, and so much more. Get your six-piece MyPillow towel set for only $39.99 today at MyPillow.com martini or call 800 800- 874-0104. MyPillow.com slash martini. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Jim. Got a lot of traitors, apparently, in our midst today in the political world. Usually that was kind of reserved for folks like Benedict Arnold and the Rosenbergs. But now, if you uh, disagree on certain issues... Uh, the word traitor gets uh, thrown around a lot. Uh, Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard in particular seem to be on the receiving end of that. And we're certainly not defending what Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard are saying when it comes to Russia. But uh, the reaction to them is quite telling as well. Uh, Mitt Romney, first of all, called out Tulsi Gabbard on Twitter, calling her traitorous. And then uh, over at The View, the ladies were talking about both of them. Anna Navarro wants a DOJ-type investigation, and Whoopi Goldberg, she wants to take it even further. 
DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, mm-hmm. it should be investigated. In fact, I remember when Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. and I even hate that we're discussing it because I think to myself, who is this woman? She's a, you know, she's no longer in Congress. She's a failed presidential candidate. Yeah. She only pra- practically exists on Twitter. And the fact that we're giving her oxygen is what makes her relevant, that we're talking about her on hot topics. But on the other hand, how do you not call out something that is repeating mm-hmm. false Russian propaganda well, that has been brought down? I, they used to arrest people for doing stuff like this. If they thought you were uh, colluding with a Russian agent, if they thought you were putting out information or taking information and handing over to Russia, yeah. they used to actually investigate stuff like this. And I guess now, you know, they're seems to be no bars. Jim, my favorite part of that was Navarro saying that Tulsi Gabbard doesn't matter. She's a nobody now. Uh, but let's talk about her for this whole segment. So uh, what do you make of uh, the reaction to this? Greg, I noticed she said that, you know, we shouldn't be talking about Tulsi Gabbard because she's not even in Congress anymore. And she's a failed presidential candidate. Isn't Kamala Harris also <laughs> no longer in Congress and a failed presidential candidate? Just checking. She does have another um, job, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess that justifies it, you know. And it's really important that our NATO allies hear that the things we need to do are the things that we've been doing. And the time to do them is now. And other Hallmark card fortune cookie uh, comments like that. Um, so I, it, this is, it strikes me as a, a fairly simple distinction to make. I really don't like what Tucker Carlson is saying. I really don't like what Tulsi Gabbard is saying. Um, almost all of this hinges upon being unable to distinguish between a biological research facility and a biological weapons research facility. They're not the same thing. Uh, as we were taping the, the editors earlier today, and I made the point, if during the COVID-19 pandemic, you had a PCR test, meaning you had to go to one of those places, they stick the thing up your nose, you feel like they're pressing a Q-tip against your brain, uh, put it into a te- the, uh, the test tube, send it off to the lab to test about whether you got COVID-19. Like, technically, that's a biological facility with dangerous pathogens in it because it's full of COVID-19, right? You know, um, every CDC lab in the country has this sort of stuff in it. Almost every university biology department has probably got something in the fridge that could be a dangerous pathogen. So when people say there are labs full of dangerous pathogens in Ukraine, this is what they mean. Now, by the way, there are three facilities in which the U.S. went to make sure we don't want uh, any of this dangerous stuff to get to get released uh, back in the Bush years. I think we paid them like at the, initially $15 million. Now, this is basically we don't like the idea of having dangerous pathogens on, in, sitting in a refrigerator in a building with minimal facility. It was the uh, Scientific Research Institute of Epidemiology and Hygiene in Lviv. It is the Ukrainian Scientific Research Anti-Plague Institute in Odessa and the Central Sanitary Epidemiological Station in Kiev. Right. Those were the big three. So if there's anything that's like a leftover Soviet stuff and that's, you know, really dangerous, that's in there. But every other one of these things is going to have stuff. And they've had, you know, because Ukraine was a um, it's always had port cities. You've always had ships. You've always had people coming and going. And surprise, surprise, they bring disease. There are rats on the ships. There are ticks and fleas and all kinds of other stuff that brings a disease. So back going back to the 1800s, Ukraine has had facilities that have studied contagious diseases and attempted to figure out uh, what causes them, how to stop them, things like that. That's what we're dealing with here. Again, I really don't like uh, what Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard are saying. But we should keep in mind, that, like, I believe treason is the only crime that the Constitution specifically specifies and causes death as a penalty, right? 
what Trucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard are doing is not treason. Right? Being saying something stupid is not that. Saying something that people vehemently oppose is not is not treason. Even lying is not treason, right? Unless you're getting specific instructions from the Russian government to say do this in order to divide American public, then it's a different story. Nobody's indicated anything like that. And it doesn't work the same way if Tucker Carlson goes on TV and says stuff that the Russian government likes. And then the Russian government starts running, that's not propagate, that's that is not treason. The, you know, the Russian government can take anything they want to say and say, aha, look good for this. Do I think Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard are completely wrong on this? Yes. But we should not be throwing around the term willy, the team treason willy-nilly. And it was really bothersome to see Mitt Romney do the same. Uh, Romney used the term treasonous to describe Tulsi Gabbard, and I expect better of him. Yes, I realize everybody in politics has been accusing their opponents of treason going back through Russiagate, and you can probably go back through uh, you know, years and years and decades and decades even. But I, I, it is deeply, deeply frustrating to see this, and it is you know nonsense. We should not be putting Tucker Carlson or Tulsi Gabbard in jail. Once again, Greg, The View is like a current events show for people who don't know anything about current events <laughs> and do not care to learn. Uh, what's more annoying, unfounded and, uh, you know, over-the-top allegations of uh, treason or Logan Act? I haven't heard anybody accuse anybody of violating the Logan Act lately, and that's, of course, another uh, meaningless uh, attack. Every time we do the Logan Act, I want to have some sort of the sound effect of Wolverine on she- sheathing his claws from the X-Men movies. <laughs> Logan Act! You know, that kind of... Uh, but, uh, yeah, Logan Act, you know, the the claim that Ukraine has some sort of secret, you know, biological weapons program, and that's why Russia's invading, that Russia's the good guys here, and it's really the Ukraine... You know, by the way, isn't it kind of nice to see that Glenn Greenwald finally found uh, another country's, you know, weapons of mass destruction program that he believes in? <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so I, I, I'm extraordinarily skeptical that the Ukrainians have this secret biological weapons program. But, hey, we've just been through this big exercise over the last two years. Here's what happens if a virus gets out of a lab. Or maybe it came from a wet market. Wink, wink. You know, but you. So, yes, of course, we don't want Russian troops traipsing through this. These are the same guys who fired artillery shells at, at a nuclear plant. We're not dealing with Mensa candidates here, right? So for obvious reasons, the U.S. and the World Health Organization, everybody else wants to keep Russian troops from ransacking these places. And yeah, it certainly does sound like the sort of thing that maybe Russia wants to use biological weapons or chemical weapons and then say, oh, it wasn't us, it was the Ukrainians. Um, but either way, you kind of you know, shake all this stuff out. Of course, we have good reason to worry about this stuff. But amazingly enough, Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard say these stupid things and leave it to the view to find a response to it that's even dumber than what they're saying. <laughs> it's like matter and antimatter of stupidity crashing into each other. You have a constitutional right to be stupid. Congratulations. Uh, Jim, have a great day. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Greg. Jim Garrity, National Review. I'm Greg Corumbus, Radio America. Thanks so much for being with us today. Do subscribe to the podcast if you don't already. Tell your friends about us as well. Uh, thank you very much for your five-star ratings and your kind reviews. Always appreciating those. Get us on your home devices. All you have to say is play 3 Martini Lunch podcast. And follow us on Twitter. He's at Jim Garrity. I'm at Dateline underscore DC. Have a great Tuesday, and please join us on Wednesday for the next 3 Martini Lunch. Hey guys, we know it's hard to keep up with all the news these days and it can be overwhelming, but don't worry because we're here to talk and laugh about it all. Russia is meeting resistance in Ukraine. People are pouring out Russian vodka. Biden is losing it. And mask mandates are finally ending. Hey, it's the Chicks from the Chicks on the Right podcast. Download and subscribe to our daily podcast to hear us pick apart and pick on the news of the day. 
politics to pop culture. Nobody's safe, but it's all fun. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Five for Fighting's John Andrasik has an answer. Talk to some managers and folks, and, and I have, and you know, there's certain iconic artists that in other times would be writing these songs. I'm like, where are they? And they say, well, you know, they're scared. They're scared for their families. They're scared that their concerts will be protested. But those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood in Toto podcast, The Right Take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform.